<laughs> Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm Katie. I'm Hannah. And this, this is One Kiss, Kiss Means Forever. Forever. Uh, this is the podcast that uh, discusses everything that you love and everything that is problematic in your favorite made-for-TV romances. The ones that you find on Hallmark and other television outlets. <laughs> Hallmark, Asterix, and others. <laughs> and others. Um, we have noticed of late that there are many other... Um, well, the reason we say others is there are many other TV places that are adopting the Hallmark formulas, which we talk about all the time. Um, so we will be expanding our list. Yeah, we've, we've done so in the past and we'll continue as it just it's just that nobody um, does it the way Hallmark does. Somebody asked me recently when I was telling them about the podcast, like just in real life, and they were like, what does Hallmark have like, like a new movie regularly? And I said... Yeah, it's once a week, all year. Yep. <laughs> there are so many of them. <laughs> yep, that's why we do it. That's why we do what we do. So what do we have today, Hannah? Uh, so today we are discussing a movie that aired on Hallmark, of course, <laughs> um, that's called The Last Bridesmaid. Um, and their little blurb that they have about it is, Becca is always a bridesmaid, but at her cousin's wedding, she bonds with Kyle, the videographer covering every stage of the planning. Perhaps she won't be the last woman standing for long, starring Rachel Boston and Paul Campbell. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't tell you much, and I kind of feel like it's wrong, but we'll get into it. So, well, let's talk about that. Usually when the Hallmark blurb is short, there's a lot that happens in the movie, right? Isn't that what we discussed? Yeah, we've, we've decided that. I think a, a decent amount happened in this movie. That's true. I just, I think their blurb is, like, by definition wrong. Just because, also, they do not get married in this movie. So, it, which the blurb sort of implies. Spoiler. Yeah, I guess it's a <laughs> The show is a spoiler. We're going to tell you all about the entire thing in case you... But guess what? I bet you could guess at least 50% of it. <laughs> True. Especially if you know your hallmarks like we do. Let's start. So, uh, Rachel Boston stars as Becca, an unhappy insurance salesperson whose true passion is jewelry design. She's also possibly the best bridesmaid ever because she's always asked to be the maid of honor for all of her friends. Um, she reminds me of you, Hannah. <laughs> Um, as the movie opens, she's attending one of her best friend's weddings, which is her ninth wedding of the year. Kyle, who is played by Paul Campbell, is a filmmaker, and he does documentaries, but also does, like, wedding videos on the side. And he meets Becca at this wedding, because he's been hired to film it. They have very different philosophies on love, because Becca believes in basically like love at first sight immediate connection kind of deal and Kyle thinks that like it's built on you know real things <laughs> um but you know they meet over cake and they're like sort of an antagonistically friendly if that's a thing you can be like I, they like hit it off in the like a weird like we're gonna be frenemies kind of way 
for sure. It's <laughs> it's your it's your standard. Um, this is what I think, and but this is what I think. Okay, so immediately I think I've written you off as someone I'm never gonna see again, and we can just leave it at that. Yeah. But it is a Hallmark movie, so of course they're gonna see each other again and have many more battles of wits. Yes. Um. So within days, um, Becca's cousin Lucy gets engaged, and Becca is of course tapped for the maid of honor duties again, and Kyle is actually again hired to film this wedding, but. As Becca's cousin is an only child, um, he is hired to film every part of putting the wedding together. Um, Lucy's father is like this rich um, film producer, so he's like, let's get it all. Um, so all the things he has to film includes like the dress shopping, the cake tasting, like food, etc. All of the bells, the wedding bells and whistles. Yes. Um, Becca's whole thing with jewelry design is she gives it as a gift to like all her friends, so She's obviously going to be making jewelry for Lucy's wedding. And so they go uh, dress shopping because um, Becca needs to know what Lucy's dress is going to look like before she finalizes the pieces. But she brings her earrings that she thinks are going to be perfect. And the these earrings are seen by the shop owner who asks her for consignment pieces for her shop because she thinks they're so beautiful. And... Becca's not sure. She's sort of like, oh, I do this for fun and to, like, give to my friends because I have my other job, which is in insurance, and I'm supposed to be an insurance person. Um, but she's like, oh, I'll think about it. Like, if I have, like, extras or something, maybe. Yeah. She doesn't completely write it off. Yeah. She see, she does seem pretty happy about, like, at first being an insurance person. She's, like, everybody tells her, they're like, you should do jewelry. And she's like, no, I'm an insurance person. I can do it on the side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of a little bit of a, like, I, I thought it was interesting because she's insurance and she basically wants to be an artist and it's about, like, risk management and that's what insurance is. Yeah. There was some clever wordplay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the real risk here? Yes. Yes. So Kyle and Becca due to proximity are learning a lot about each other's art forms. Um, Kyle invites Becca to see some clips of his non-wedding documentary, which he has not shown to anyone yet. He's very protective of it. Um, so while, while Becca is there at his editing bay and seeing all of this, um, they enter a little bit of a, I will, if you do wager, um, so Becca has to submit her designs to the bridal shop, and Kyle has to finish editing his film so he can show it off to people. Um, Lucy's groom, who has a name, Craig, I believe his name is. It's not important. No. <laughs> her groom uh, gets terrible food poisoning um, to the point where he has to like go to the hospital. Um, so they're not able to go to their own food tasting for their wedding. Um, so they send... In their place, Becca and the best man, Aiden, who, of course, they're, like, trying to set Becca up with because is there ever a situation in in film? Not in real life, because this doesn't really... I mean, I'm sure it happens sometimes in real life, but where, like, the maid of honor and the best man are supposed to get together by also the end of the movie. Right. Um, You're single. He's single. This is, of course, a match made in heaven. Right. Like, I like you. He's my groom's friend from college or, you know, like it's so, it, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, so of course, uh, Kyle also goes cause he's filming everything. Um, and 
Kyle keeps trying to cut Aiden out of the film and focus only on Becca, kind of in this like, I'm not jealous. I promise I'm not jealous. I just want a shot without this other guy in it. <laughs> um, while there, Becca also gets the news that not only are her jewelry pieces completely sold out from the bridal store, um, but that a jewelry distributor is interested in her designs, like saw them and like she tells Kyle and it's like this whole like, Yay, I'm so happy for you. And you're doing sweet. your art that you're supposed to be doing moment. The weekend of the wedding arrives, and Kyle has brought his film, uh, his documentary, to show Becca. So they have a little private screening, um, which is very cute. They bring champagne. It's very private. I'm sorry. It was really a, a cute moment. Yeah, this this venue has a fucking library, and I was yeah. like, uh, yes, please. I, I, I decided... As somebody who does not want a wedding, I want to get married there. Yeah. It has it has a botanical garden, a library, a greenhouse. And seaside. And a seaside. So. <laughs> it basically has everything. Yeah. It has all of the places in one place. <laughs> I say, me saying seaside sounds really strange, but it, it, there was literally like a little, little like a Alice in Wonderland type map with all those arrows pointing to all of those places. So. <laughs> I, I'm not just saying seaside. It's a thing that yeah. it said on the sign. Anyway, um, so they do have a little private screening of his documentary, and she is absolutely in love with it. She wants him to show it off, but he doesn't think that it's quite perfect. There's a lot of editing he still wants to do, um, and he think, he feels like it needs to be absolutely perfect because he says you only have one first impression, um, so it has to be right. Um, she makes the decision that... Um, she, she makes a decision to leave the insurance business and to devote all of her time to jewelry, jewelry making, but she really hasn't told anybody yet. Um, Kyle, Stealth Mode, makes her a website for her shop, um, and he shows it to her on – he makes up a website mock-up on his tablet, and he's like, hey – Here's keep my tablet. Take a look at the website. See if there's anything you want to change. Uh, by the way, my movie's on this tablet, so be careful. She's like, okay. They also during this time admit that they like each other yeah. and that they've let their guards down around each other, and that is surprising to sort of both of them. Yeah, it's yeah. Adorable. So while waiting to be needed as a maid of honor, uh, Becca has this tablet, um, and she starts re-watching Kyle's movie. Um, when her uncle shows up, her uncle, the movie producer, and he catches her, and, and it's like, what you watching? And she's sort of in this, like, well, I'm not showing it to him. He is approaching me, but also, like, this is a film producer, and, like, hey, like, I can help promote this movie that's wonderful, and I love it. Um, so she sort of reluctantly shows her uncle, like, a few minutes of the film. Like, not, not a lot of it, but just a little bit of it. Um, but of course, her uncle doesn't know that Kyle isn't ready to show it to people and doesn't want anybody to know about it. Um, so he said, he goes up to Kyle and is like, hey, I saw a little bit of your movie. Like, let's talk. Like, and Kyle feels very betrayed that Becca has broken his confidence um and she tries to explain but he doesn't want to hear it i get it yeah but still um so becca finally admits to her parents that she does not want to take over their insurance business that was like the whole thing it was their business they were going to retire and she was going to take it over which at first she wanted to do but now she's like i gotta i, I really want to do this jewelry thing um 
And they're all like, cool. You know how many people wanted to buy our business? <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll be fine. So that's a weight off her shoulders. Um, she also uh, tells Aiden, who's been kind of flirty with her, um, that she doesn't want to pursue a relationship with him. Be- and it wouldn't be fair to either of them because her heart is sort of in a different place. Um, like Kyle. So cute. So she makes her maid of honor toast. And while only the audience and Kyle know it, it is about Kyle and becoming the best version of yourself with a very special person by your side. So Kyle sends Becca a message via a server and her cake because they also, you know, they met over cake. Seems appropriate. Um, And she goes to meet him in the, like, basically like under where Lucy just got married. Uh, Kyle and Becca basically make vows to each other, promising to like be there for each other and take some risks together and all that. And they seal their vows with a kiss, just like they're getting married since, of course, one kiss kiss means forever. forever. Um, And as Lucy calls for Becca in the background, they decide she can wait a few minutes and they make out. And then... And then a movie ends. The <laughs> end. Um, yeah, it, that that was actually probably probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, I feel like I want to say this now instead of waiting till any other part to say it. So I I will say immediately. I really liked this movie. I, I thought I it was too. really cute. Except at the end, like I say, Hallmark does it. If the movie is too good, then they have to do something fucking stupid at the end. So it, I felt like at the when they were exchanging their vows, it was it was literally for better for worse, for richer for poorer. Yeah, it was it was very vow like in a in a um, kind of creepy. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, they have known each other for more than a week. Um. It's been apparently five months, which I think we're gonna talk about. Yeah. Um. How time works in this movie. Um. And it's they've had a lot of ups and downs, but that was very creepy to me. However. This movie redeemed itself by the end because while they're kissing, Lucy's where they they almost have another interrupted kiss. Um, Lucy's calling for Becca, and they decide to ignore Lucy the bride for just a little bit and kiss. But then the the camera pans up into this beautiful little aerial shot, and you see Lucy in her big ass bride's dress, her bride bridal gown, going Becca. <laughs> Becca! Has anyone seen Becca? <laughs> Just running around and it's really cute. I thought that was really funny. Um, that, that was that was enjoyable. I yeah. agree. So, redeemed. Anyway, let's move on to our segment. Yeah, let's do it. Did you have any Hallmark Hallmarks? I did. Okay. Um. So I mentioned this just a little bit. We have an interrupted kiss. Yes. Um, that was for you listeners at home while Hannah and I were watching this movie together and we took our notes and the interrupted kiss happened. We both look at each other and just kind of go interrupted kiss (laughs) (laughs) in our little notes. Um, so I have, um, person is about to step forward into their traditional career path. Um, but the call of their art form is making them, um, consider something else. Well, on a on a similar level to that, one of mine was there's a job she doesn't have a passion for, but what she does have a passion for, all of her friends think should be her job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this happens a lot in the Hallmark movies where I feel like 
it's 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 very touching to me. They're they're very supportive of people who want to pursue their art, but then there's always that like, oh my gosh, it's not the responsible choice. There's too much risk involved. How am I going to make any money? But the cool thing about a Hallmark movie is everyone seems to have an unlimited supply of money. Yeah, money is not an issue. Um. Anyway, anyway. I have um, the friend pushes um. The friend pushes uh, a little bit on that. Ooh, that Kyle guy is really cute, yeah. and the main girl's like, "What? No." <laughs> so yeah, that that random. The best friend is telling you what you should believe as uh, who your love interest is. Right. Though to be fair, her cousin, who was also one of her best friends, was like Aiden, 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 and that was wrong. Though that's its own trope in yes. itself. So. That's true. Um, yeah, the maid of honor gets pushed on the best man, but vice versa thing. I also have that there is a bet or a wager. <laughs> Perfect. There is that. Um, I also have kind of a new one that we sort of, there was a movie we watched recently that made me think this might be a thing. Um, and we need to go back and see more June wedding or wedding type movies because it seems as though they put the lead character in white whenever they can, or shades of white. Mm, yeah. we, there was a movie recently called Love Take Two, which we is not going to be a podcast, but... Um, we live-tweeted it. <laughs> we did live-tweet it. Um, <laughs> but we noticed that a lot of her, of her outfits incorporated a strong amount of white, and it was a whole... In a Hallmark, Hallmark Land, June is like the wedding movie kind mm-hmm. of thing, and we noticed that was a, the case in this one, too, that... Even on the day of her friend's wedding, not her, like, bridesmaid's dress, but on the day of her cousin's wedding, Becca's wearing a lot of white mm-hmm. and a lot of bridal-evoking things. Um, and so we're wondering yeah. if that's a choice, is it that that's yeah, a Yeah, she wore now. white a lot yeah. in this movie. In case we forget to say it at another point, this movie was the, like, hallmark version of 27 Dresses. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty much almost exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's not like a sister who's in love with the same person you are kind of bit, but like it was basically like, oh, I'm going to fall for the guy who's like covering the wedding. And I'm always the bridesmaid and I have to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I have so many of these dresses that only get to be worn once. That actually, that was one of my favorite bits where right at the very beginning of the movie, she's getting ready. And she looks at her reflection and she goes, okay, dress, this is your one day out. <laughs> uh, kind of on the bright, since we're on a note from the brides, for about for bridesmaidsy things, um, that dress, that bridesmaid's dress was, I have an anti-pretty parade for that okay. because it looked like it was, it was like short sleeved, kind of this weird burgundy color. I wrote that it looked like something a Catholic school girl would wear to their eighth grade promotion dance. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. It was just... I, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> it was very modest uh, and very, like... But it's Hallmark. Like, I I will say, they so the bridesmaid dress that they go in, they decide on at the for the, the main wedding of this movie is, it's like, it is like banana yellow. It's not like, it's not like baby yellow, which is a much nicer yellow. It's, it's a not pretty yellow. Um... But it can have straps or cannot have straps. And they were, like, deciding. They spent a lot of time deciding on it. 
And I was so not surprised that they went with the strapped options because that's what Hallmark does. You have an interesting theory about wedding dresses. I have not seen a Hallmark wedding dress where they actually get married in it. They'll try them on, but... Strapless dresses. Right. They'll try on strapless dresses in, like, the trying on dresses montage. They never pick them. And it's so surprising to me because it's really hard to find non-strapless wedding dresses. And they do. I don't, like, I mean, I, I could definitely be wrong that some exist, but if nobody ever seems to get married in one with, without straps or sleeves or something. something. So There's if, definitely a modesty thing going on. Yeah. If you know of something to prove us wrong, please do share uh, at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com yes, or do. tweet at us <laughs> at uh, onekissmeansforever. Yes. Uh, the numbers. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I guess we're sort of on pretty parade. Yeah. Um, so first of all, I was all about the sets in this entire movie. Everything yeah. about it. I was like, uh, yeah, I'd live there. Everywhere that they go. <laughs> it was very lush. Everything yeah, was beautiful. The, and again, I would totally get married at that resort place that was in the middle of every possible land formation. <laughs> One should have a wedding place <laughs> with that. If you have that available to you, you should just do weddings. Yeah, right. It was it was beautiful. I, I thought it was gorgeous and lovely. Um, and the other pretty parade I had, which I've... It's, it's less of like a pretty parade and more of a sexy parade because I was like, fuck, this is so unhallmark of them to allow this to still be in their movie. Um... So Becca is wearing this ugly yellow bridesmaid's dress with a slit up to her hoo-ha on the side. <laughs> um, and it's like sateen or something. Um, and she goes to confront Kyle about like, hey, I didn't mean to betray your trust, but also your movie's great. And you need to be less precious about it. And I'm not going to apologize for like wanting you to succeed, whatever she's going to do. Um, and it's like dusk-ish, like the sun is setting, and she's sort of backlit as she walks away. Mm-hmm. And because of that, her legs, you can you can see the outline of her legs. It's like so yeah. clearly. And I was like, woo! <laughs> Look at those gams. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was cool. Like because yeah. Rachel Boston has quite the figure she's yeah. very tall and thin yeah there, there's a one of my notes because they keep they meet over cake they discuss cake she eats like cupcakes and stuff in this movie and my note was this girl doesn't eat cake <laughs> right i feel like maybe that is a hallmark hallmark yeah. too because that happens a lot in in a lot of not just hallmark movies but in in i feel like romance uh romantic comedies in general, because the women are always picture perfect in every way. So they, but so I'm thinking of that movie specifically with Ashley Judd and Hugh Jackman. Is what's it called? Like someone like you or something? Where yeah. she's with Greg Kinnear. Yeah. And I and I watched that like a couple years ago, and they always have her eating ice cream or pizza or something like almost as a tick. And I'm like, do they have to normalize these very thin, obviously perfect women by giving them these ish like these, these food, food issues that like they don't have? Not that Rachel Boston has food issues in this because she's just around weddings, but right. But like the, also like. 
you know, it, it like it's sort of like a cute thing that they have where like he keeps interrupting her when she's he like comes up to film her and she like just as she's sticking something in her mouth, which mm-hmm. is like a cute little thing that they do. Yeah. Um, accidentally, you know, that's her thing. Um, she eats like cupcakes and cakes, and then she's like, "Oh, I had I have a deal with the wedding staff, so they they've stashed some cake in the kitchen for me." It's like, honey, you're like. Some of us would be eating that out of, like, the tray of cake with a fork instead of you, who is going to look at it and just be like, I don't eat cake. (laughs) Carbs are not for me. To be fair, though, I feel like Rachel Boston is just that magical person. She looks, like, genetically that she Oh, I think she's genetically very thin. I think that's Not me. Thank you very much, Mom, for my jeans, mm-hmm. where I have to monitor everything, but I still will eat cake, so that's fine. Yeah. Just gotta work it off. Anyway. Or not. Anyway. Um, do you have anything for new and noteworthy? Or I have two. Cool. One is sort of a new and, no- new and noteworthy because they didn't do it. Um, so the first one we've already talked a little bit about, which is that... Um, I don't know that I've ever seen a job so directly relate to the thesis of the movie. <laughs> like her insurance in risk management mm-hmm. was basically like the thesis of the movie. And like, what is risk management? What is art? Like, is it worth the risk? I just thought that was like, wow, that was on the nose, guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, because they didn't do it, um, you and Noteworthy, was they set so many traps for themselves of things that should have been hallmarks that they didn't fall into. Yeah. First, um, when he, he gives her her tablet, I spent the next, until the end of the movie, worried that she was going to accidentally delete his movie from the tablet because just sitting right there. Um, and then the other thing that I was really worried about was that her speech at the wedding when she was like, that she was going to just be very, like, sometimes someone is a filmmaker and you fall in love with them and you do something wrong. <laughs> like, that, like... The shitty direct in public yeah, proclamation yeah, of love. Yeah, I was really worried that was going to happen. And instead, it was so subtle. Yeah. Like, it worked as a wedding speech for her cousin. While also telling him, like, I'm sorry and I love you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> When I have a new and noteworthy in that, um, I don't know if it's necessarily new, but I think it's noteworthy, mm-hmm. where she says she's not going to apologize for her action, mm. um, which I really love. Um, so, of course, I'm talking about the, the showing of the film or whatever. Um, I feel like that is 100% like what a good partner does of I put this out there for you and I'm I because you're too afraid to do it on your own I it was an absolute like organic thing that happened I didn't betray your trust in this sort of way but because it happened I'm not going to back down I'm going to be your support here and uh, yeah I feel like my partner does that for me a whole lot um and I think that that it's a good thing yeah no I agree it was like I didn't feel like she did anything wrong no and the fact that she stood up to him and said this is how it is sorry boo you talented um was great yeah yeah um i did have an across the universe did you i did Uh so um 
I believe our episode Bottled with Love is out by the time this will also be out. So hopefully you've listened to that. <laughs> um, but just like in that movie, the guy is upset with the girl over something. Um, and he gets her attention at a wedding by sending a note to her via a server so that she can come to him so that he can declare himself. I like that. <laughs> it was just like so like, okay, make me do all the work. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> all um, right. Yeah. I am at Kids Meter. Supporting Shadow. Oh. Do you have one of those? You know what's funny is I have not felt in a very long time that anybody was like supporting Shout Out Worthy. Okay. Because I have one. Okay. Good. Her grandmother. Nana. Nana. Was it? She was Nana? I think so. Okay. Um, But her like just positive like like she at, when they meet at the bridal salon. And Becca's like, I feel like everybody is going to be like, when are you getting married to me? And her grandmother's like, you do you. Don't, like, it'll happen for you when it happens for you. Like, don't be worried about it. And she's like, I'm not worried about it, but everybody else seems to. And her grandmother's like, well, fuck them. Yeah. I was just like, yes, grandma. Yes. (laughs) You know, I think that's a new and noteworthy also is she's she's the first lead character in a long time I feel like isn't is not worried about getting married and finding the right person immediately like yes it's something that she wants to do but it's not like it's not the anxiety neurotic people you always see women that you always see who's like where's my husband yeah she was just like he'll get here he'll be fine I, I mean granted she was a little bit naive I think in her like I'll see him and I'll know kind of thing that she she went through a lot of this movie thinking that love was sort of effortless and instantaneous and I was a little bit like and and Kyle was like no it's you have to work work at it and like make and he was also like love is built on a foundation of friendship and and this movie proved him right I think it proved both of them right in in the way that when I think she was talking about how it's effortless he comes to actually realize that when they were about to, um, that 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 his feeling for her came so quickly and naturally, and it didn't, and it that yeah. wasn't work, and he doesn't know why it is so easy with her. Yeah, and I okay. and she, that's th- fair. I think that's what I because I, I agree with you in the, the terms that he's right, but her her thought of love is exactly sort of i know whatever gross vomit it's what i, I experience with billy uh, he's like it was so easy just to it was so easy to build yeah. a life and and yeah it's fucking work but you yeah. know i think that's what she was saying okay okay kiss meter kiss meter so i put it at an 8 cool um the first one, like they have, they have their their first kiss, and then there's that little like break where uh, Lucy is calling for Becca, and then they make out, and it's a little bit hotter when they make out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they definitely had a little bit of a like quote unquote church tongue moment, like from Wedding Singer. Yeah, I, I just was like, I see you, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
I put a seven because I, while I admired it, it was very church tongue. I thought the tongue looked weird. Okay. Just the way where it was, where their their faces were, I guess. It looked a little bit wonky. But also during the second part when they go to make out, um, you can't really see them very much as they're going through a window because they have to do that aerial shot I was telling you about. I think I only scored it low, and yeah, seven is a low, I guess, for me, because these people had so much chemistry. They really did. I fell in love with this couple. It was so much fun um, to watch them fall in love that I really wanted there to be much more connection and oomph to their final kiss, and I was a little bit let down. Okay. Um, I think that's the only reason. So, I mean, I guess, stemming from that, you would watch this movie, it sounds like. Yes! (laughs) Hannah, yes. I will vote yes to this dress. Um, it was... I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. Um, I was a little nervous with Rachel Boston because I've only ever seen her in one thing. And that movie, I felt she was so over-the-top crazy. Like, um, it was that Christmas movie, like, my Christmas reunion or something with the guy from... Christmas Crush, I think it was oh, called. Oh, was it? Okay. It was with the guy But from... it was about the reunion. I know exactly which one you're calling. Yes. And the only reason I feel like it's called Crush because the reunion is way too long for what I'm seeing as the as the like on Netflix. Yeah, but the picture on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was it was a cute movie, but that movie was very problematic, and she was a very over the top, very cute, very cute. But anyway, I really enjoyed her in this movie, and he was fucking charming. Yeah, I was. Um, I was on board. Great. Like one of my notes is, I like them. I just like them. <laughs> Yeah, like I really, I almost want, I would vote to have another movie with them where we see their wedding. Yeah, I I, I would see a sequel. I would see The Last Bridesmaid Christmas. Christmas Wedding. Okay. Because yeah. that's how they do it. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. it goes from June to Christmas. Like Christmas at Graceland and they get married in June. They get yeah. married six months later. Which yeah. Is but Hannah, <laughs> would you watch this movie? Yeah, I thought it was adorable. And I think it, and as much as, like, that weird ending was, like, a little bit cringeworthy, it was less cringeworthy to me than Bottled with Love, which also had that cringeworthy moment at the end. Um, And I genuinely liked them as a couple. Yeah. And I genuinely was like, I would be her friend. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, I like her. Didn't love her jewelry, to be honest. I thought it was really simple. I don't know if I would be like, that's what I'm wearing on my wedding day. But I liked it. I like that simplicity. Um, well, with that, I think yeah. that's The Last Bridesmaid. Yeah. Um, you can find us uh, on social media at One Kiss Means Forever. Uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook are numbers. One Kiss Means Forever. And, and Instagram as well. Oh, yeah. I forget about Instagram because I don't have it. Um, <laughs> we do. You don't. I Yes. My mother followed us today. <laughs> Moms, I had to explain to my mother how to find a podcast. <laughs> I was honestly shocked that my mother knew what Instagram was. And the only reason I knew it was my mother was because nobody else was her name. Fair. Um, but you can also write to us at one kiss means forever uh, spelled out at gmail.com. And thank you also to Flint Pastures for our intro and outro music. And you can find his music on flintpastures.com or on Spotify. And I think that's it for this week. We'll see you in a few. Take care. Bye. Bye.